fake New Year's Eve beast Gregorian calendar Eve. New Year's Eve fake. Matt, Matt still talks to the iPad like we don't have bikes in 23. Whoops, I forgot. <laughs> I'm so accustomed to doing it for so long like that. It cracks me up. <laughs> it's pretty unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we're... It's the New Year's Eve for the Beast system right now. So on the Gregorian calendar, the Gregorian calendar ritual has begun yet again. In this the time has come. The time has come once again. I I was back in 2024, back in uh, September on Rosh Hashanah, though. God system already began. The New Year's for God system already began. Man, you're not Jewish. It's not about being Jewish, dude. It's about being in the will of God. And God's will is in the Hebrew calendar. Oh, yeah? Yes. Where do you believe that? Well, because God's cycle that he created was established through uh, the Hebrew calendar. And so we're trying to come in into that. That's what we're trying to do. Just like the beast is trying to force everybody into the Gregorian calendar cycle. And system, which obviously goes back to Saint Gregory. Uh-huh. Saint Gregory is connected to the Vatican, the beast out of the sea, uh-huh. the beast that exists over the multitudes of the earth. Then you have the beast out of the earth, which is America, uh-huh. and America promotes the Gregorian calendar system uh-huh. and all that stuff because it's connected to the beast out of the sea, which is Saint Gregory, the Vatican, papacy, whatever you want to call it, and that's. That is Babylon. That is the beast system. In other words, but pagan overall, basically. Of course it's it's pagan, because that's what the beast out of the sea, the Vatican, the papacy, the Catholic Church, the Jesuits, they promote that. St. Gregory system because St. Gregory comes from them. It's, He's one of their saints, <laughs> you know? It's weird. It's like in the shadows, the Catholic Church and the Vatican and so forth yeah. are all so evil. Very evil. And they ruled the world before Christ exists. Back with the. Uh, you know, when they when the Holy Roman Empire ruled, you know, uh-huh. with the Caesars. Yeah. You know? And then it went from the Caesars to the emperors to the popes. Man, that must have been a good fucking time because those guys, Caesar, ruled for a long time. Caesar, well, the Caesars did rule for a long time, yeah. There's different Caesars, though. Yeah, but... No, it wasn't all the same guy. These... These dictators... He's definitely a dictator, though, yeah. These dictators... They took care of their people. Yeah, but they were worshiping a, a, a pagan system, though. It was the sun worship system, which... Which is obviously still what Catholicism and... The papacy, you know, celebrates. They celebrate sun worship. Christ is just another version of Apollo, you know, or Horus, or Balder, Thor, whatever, or Krishna. We could go, I go through all the different names that like apply to like the sun god, you know, all those different names that he was the pagan. Civilizations that worshipped him, you know. But that's not Christ. Because Christ said all those who came before him are robbers and thieves. He's talking about the sun worship system. And how that system is robbers and thieves. They're not... 
the pagan sun worship, you know, which is what Catholicism is about. When you see the baby Jesus and the Madonna, you know, the mother with child isn't supposed to represent Mary. <laughs> uh-huh. It's representing an, an ideal that goes be- way before Mary and Jesus, you know. It goes back to Isis and Horus in Egypt, you know, and before the flood to the early descendants of Cain. Isis. Isis, yes. Isis was the was the moon goddess of Egypt. Do you think that has anything to do with the modern day Isis? No, because those people praise Allah. They oh. praise that system. And <laughs> Isis is not worshipped in uh, Islam. The concept is, kind of, I mean, but they don't really, like, Islam actually doesn't have that. It doesn't have, like, actually, Allah is a moon god. He's a moon god and a sun god. But they don't really acknowledge any, in Islam, any uh, female deities. doesn't matter. What does matter is that we're trying to identify the paganism, trying to associate it with, you know, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, and that Christianity is, real true Christianity is not, is not Catholic. It's not that system. That system is is false, I believe. Well, it just takes me back to growing up and my mom, my mom, which I hated, was so controlling about getting his kids up for Sunday Mass. Yeah, and why? Church. And why is it on Sunday? It's because, what is Sunday? Sunday is the first day of the week, and it's dedicated to the sun. Sunday. I mean, come on, people. It's like it's not rocket science. What we're trying to say. Uh-huh. And the Gregorian calendar cycle, which begins on New Year's Eve, is just another uh, manifestation of that system in our society and culture. You know that we have to acknowledge that is is not of God. But it is something which is kind of crappy. Well, yeah, and we can identify all of the pagan holiday times, you know, like in in the Gregorian calendar cycle that begins on New Year's Eve. You know, it's like the whole... The whole cycle Good of the night. yeah, the whole cycle of the sun god is really beginning right now. Like, and then we're gonna go to uh, this is gonna take us to the uh, the vernal equinox, which is uh, when the sun god is like come back, you know, as like a young boy, you know, like he's a young man type thing, you know, type concept where you know like spring has begun, everything is now. I think they have to be really wise to study the stars. Well, it's all a part of the... It's all interconnected to the astrology of this cycle. You have to be, like, all knowledgeable of the Earth first, and then you can graduate to... Known about that. About this, this stuff, you know, that I'm talking about with like the cycle? Yeah. With like it all beginning really like right now with you had the winter solstice, the sun dies, three days later on 12 o'clock Christmas Eve. 
Sun God is reborn. And then you have, after that, was it like a week? Then you have like the beginning of the new year. And then this is like the sun coming back to us. The day's getting longer. You know? And by the time you get to the vernal equinox, which is in the symbol of Taurus of astrology, then you have like the the sun god is a young boy or young young man. Then we get to the summer solstice. The sun god is like fully reborn, you know, he's like He's the young man, or the, I want to say like the young man, but he's, he's where he, like the Apollo figure, like where he's, you know, the, the beautiful sun god, the beautiful young man. And then you have, uh, the autumnal equinox, which then he is, uh, the old man, you know, and then get back to the winter solstice he dies is reborn again three days later and this is the Gregorian calendar cycle through the occult kind of perspective the Masonic understanding was he reborn three days later that seems like a Christian thing it's just a part of the occult. Uh, the, actual, the occult actually believes that, like, everybody, uh, when they die, goes through, like, a, a three days of um, trial and tribulation. Oh, like a purgatory. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a part of the understanding of the occult. And you're also supposed to... Uh, nothing's supposed to be done to your body. You're supposed to be uh, put on ice for the three-day tribulation and... And, uh, uh, kind of journey. No shit. Yeah, on ice. And then after that, then you're allowed to be buried or done whatever your body's gonna be done with your body. That should be that. That should be because you think they're icing you over because. Something else could happen to your body. Well, what if you're on ice and stuff, and, uh, yeah, there's places, like, in Los Angeles and stuff that, like, where you could have your body, like, uh, frozen for the three-day period. Yeah. I don't think there's any place in Spokane uh-huh. we live that could maybe do something like that. But, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen through a cult, uh, an initiate of the occult. Yeah. Weird. That is weird. Yeah, the guy who designed actually the uh, Goat of Mendez Baphomet symbol, which was Alephus Levi, he was a French uh, occultist. Uh, he was also, he's one of the people that I got the understanding of that you're not supposed to have anything done to your body when you die. Like, no autopsy, no nothing. You're supposed to let all the natural, according to Alephus Levi, you're supposed to let all of the the body just do the natural thing and then what? you go on ice for three days through the, the three day trial and journey that you have to go through after you, you die. know journey is nothing like that will trend because it was dead <laughs> well the question is are you really dead when the physical body dies no yeah. you're not yeah. you're not physically dead because your yeah. soul lives on yeah your soul lives on and it does the goes through the journey, you know, for the three days and nights. Yeah. Just like the sun god. The next three days. The next three days. <laughs> yep. Like that's what you gotta. You gotta know what you're doing, or else you might get uh, trapped in this realm uh-huh. or something. If you don't know this room yeah when you die or something oh there's a wanderer a wanderer yeah there's a wanderer like a zombie <laughs> kind of yeah probably other than 
probably don't need blood. No, no, you do. You do. That's a thing. If you are, you do though. That's the thing, and that's one of the uh, things that the occult talks about. Like when you die, that if you want to uh, remain alive, your soul to remain, like you need to, you need blood. So you need to go to like a butcher shop or uh, or something like that. You need to find a place where you can like be able to come in contact with blood. You're, no shit. Yeah, this is some crazy fucking occult shit. Yes. Uh huh. No joke. Dude, that all seems like so much rats when you Well, if you want to continue, if you want your soul to continue to live on, yeah, you need to, like, uh, come in contact with blood. <laughs> Our neighbors are lovely. I don't know what the hell they're doing right now. <laughs> Main random <laughs> Squash that shit out. <laughs> it's alright. We're talking about some crazy shit up in here on New Year's Eve. We're talking about the uh, little recap. We're talking about the beast cycle here that's beginning again. Uh, the ritual of, I believe, the mark of the beast, where everybody's to think and act accordingly to all this stuff now. Yeah, we need to be celebrating. We need to go to the celebrations for the dropping of the ball and like all you know, <laughs> like all be that. Be a part of it. Yep, just like Christmas, like oh, Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? You gotta be saying that Merry Christmas to people. Are you, have you even had any Merry Christmases lately, Riley? Dude, just that has been the hardest thing to deal with this year. Yeah, when you yeah when you like start understanding about Christmas and and the stuff up, up around it, you know. Because I have to say, I have to force it out, yeah. and then I feel guilty afterwards. Yeah, because, because you know the truth. Yeah, you know, like what are you doing? Yeah, I know you just ignorance. This is becoming ignorance now on the people, and we're suffering before because of it. That's the problem. That's why we got to get this stuff out there, man. That's why we got to get people like in the right system. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We need to be like, oh man, like stop doing that. Like the mark of the beast is in the Gregorian cycle, I believe. It's really becoming more apparent to me that the Gregorian cycle is the mark of the beast. It's forcing everybody to to follow this same kind of ritualistic kind of yearly cycle. Like we got. The festival of the pagan moon goddess Ishtar coming up on Easter. That's going to be the next big thing. And who's connected with that? Obviously the Vatican, the Pope, Papacy. Like that's all beast. Beast out of the sea right there. Along with America, the beast out of the earth. Like Hollywood. Like creating all these movies and stuff orientated towards Christmas, towards Ish- Ishtar. You know, like and stuff they, of that nature. Oh, every one of them says this is about the birth of our Savior. Yeah, and then it's got, it's got to it's got to incorporate that syncretism in it. Got yes. a little white baby. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, of course. Yeah, dude, it's it's just it's the mark of the beast. It's buying and selling it, you know, and then. And then you obviously got the sports interconnected with that because the sports are all all sun worship based games as well. They're ancient games that were all based off of sun worship. UNESCO talks about this. UNESCO has all the records of the sports and everything and how they're how they're all pagan. They all go back to ancient sun worship. Nothing new under the sun, just like King Solomon says. And well, who is that? That's Judaism. That's Israel, that's God, that's Hebrew calendar, that's all good. Like, we need more of that. We need more of that in our culture. Like, Hanukkah, that's great. Like, let's celebrate Hanukkah. Well, I just Not Christmas. I don't understand the Jewish holidays because the Jews don't believe that Christ is God. Yeah, but you can't let that get in your way, though, Riley. Like, you, get, you still need to embrace like the Jewish holidays because they have nothing to do with that like they have nothing to do with they have to do with the Bible like what God did like these were all like 
things that God did, you know, miracles. The holiday, the Jewish holidays are based off of the miracles that God did, really. You know, like Hanukkah, Passover, Purim, you know, all these these holidays that actually have, like, a significance to, like, the power of God. That's why we celebrate Passover. That's why we celebrate Hanukkah, Purim. You know, and then obviously you have like the beginning of the Hebrew calendar starting on Rosh Hashanah. You know, that's like the beginning of, of God's system. And I believe the. Uh, this whoa, whoa. There is my problem. You say that's God's system. Yes, it is Jesus Christ system because we see Jesus celebrated the holidays, I believe. He celebrated these holidays. He celebrated Hanukkah on the dedication that happened in the winter when he was at Solomon's porch. Jesus was celebrating the holidays right there, I believe. And we see that the, the apostles were celebrating Shavuot as well, Pentecost. Pentecost is really Shavuot. They were all these people were gathered on, in the book of Acts. The apostles and you know people like that were celebrating Shavuot as well. So if, if they were doing it, there's a high likelihood that Jesus was doing it too. And they were probably celebrating Shavuot the year before with Jesus before he was you know he went to the cross. Yeah. So it's just like uh, there's no doubt about it. Like Jesus was celebrating holidays. There's evidence of it. There's evidence of the apostles celebrating the holidays, the Jewish holidays. So this is still good, dude. Just like the Sabbath. Because that's really what these are. They're Sabbaths. They're times of, like, where we don't work, we just celebrate. <laughs> you know, we just have a good time with friends, family. Uh, have them maybe a little bit busting out the good wines, you know? Like, yeah. Or something like that, you know, for the special times, you know? Yeah. This is what we get to look forward to throughout that Hebrew calendar cycle year. Just like the Gregorian calendar has its certain times that it wants to enjoy the pagan stuff. You know, like Ishtar and Christmas and... You know, Halloween. Easter. Well, Easter is Ishtar, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, all these, this is the, the antithesis. It's like, it's the, it's the false system, you know, that's promoted to the masses. The Whatever worm is coming against, I don't know it, but... What's that? Whatever worm is coming against, yeah, we're definitely coming against this stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just but we're just trying to help people, you know, see the, the more positive system, you know, and like, hey, everybody's celebrating the Gregorian cycle, Mark of the Beast system, you know. Right now, we're saying like, no, dude, like we're we're trying to get in the other the other cycle you know there's another cycle out there the cycle the cycle yeah we just want to be on the right cycle with the right perspective right frame of mind you know just like I believe, and we're overcoming then and know that God has your back of course God's got your back when you're coming out when God sees that even like people making the slightest efforts to try to like get on know him yeah, yeah, and just be worshiping him, spirit and truth. He's yeah, that's just, that's gonna have positive, positive ramifications. Just like if you do bad stuff against God, like you're gonna have negative ramifications. Man, <laughs> I did we don't so want that shitty stuff going up. Yeah, it happens. My teenage years, I was an absolute horrible. Yeah, it's just. We were, dude. I used to go out tonight and steal from cars and vandalize and I was a heathen. Yeah. Yeah, it just it happens. Just a heathen. Yeah, you gotta be like... And he knows with me. 
Blake Randy. Yeah. Every step of the way. And he's dead and I'm fucking brain injured. Yeah, you gotta watch out, dude. You know, it's just you gotta watch out for that kind of stuff. For ramifications, dude. We're trying to, like, help people to come out of the ramifications because there's that judgment. It says there's gonna be a judgment, dude, where people are, like... The wrongs that they're not worshiping God in spirit and truth is going to be judged. They're going to be held accountable for that. Like <clears throat> ramifications, it's just I can't stress it enough. Can't stress it enough. I uh-huh. uh, don't want to say Happy New Year's because I don't want to support that system. Uh, but, but. Happy Sun well, Sunday podcast. We don't like <laughs> Sunday either. No, no, Sunday is sun worship. We're starting off the we're starting off the week on the worshiping of the sun, and that is wrong. Uh-huh. Jesus said the sun system is robbers and thieves. Like, so I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, I hope you're having. I hope you had a nice weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna try some more of this. And I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. Your fucking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just <laughs> wishing people a nice, uh-huh. <laughs> a nice weekend. Man, that stuff is fucking bomb. Choke me up. Yeah, that means it's good. That means it's good, Peter. It's good for me. (laughs) Good, Peter. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Definitely... We're doing, we're doing good things here. I feel like on the on the show here because we're really, we're really trying to help people. Really, just trying to help people here on on our podcast. That's all we want to do. Yeah, we really want to be known for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Is that we're helping people? Not about that. Northern grand aspirations. Well, that that yeah that. For fucking whatever to glorify me. Yeah, and just really when you glorify God, you're gonna be glorified yourself. Yeah. And I feel like, and in a good way though, because we want to be glorified in a good way. We don't want to be glorified in the wrong way. Yeah. But if we could, you know, have some sort of respect for trying to be. Somebody who's trying to help people, you know, see the truth. Uh, like I think, like that's really good. Uh huh. I think that's where it's at, it's at, you know, for people like living. You know what I mean? Trying to pass the good news on to your neighbor. Yeah, unfortunately, like the stuff that we're talking about is like is really difficult for people to appreciate and understand for some reason. And that's really difficult when you're trying and to... And take seriously. That too. Yeah, it's frustrating kind of, but at the same time, we know what we're talking about is truth. Like, yeah. we know this is the way it is, and just like, the, unfortunately, the sea, the multitudes of people have taken the mark of the beast. Uh-huh. Like, they've taken the mark of the beast, and um, it's hard to help people to overcome the mark of the beast because what we're trying to promote is so difficult to accept. You know? It doesn't seem fathomable. Yeah, because the people are, are, have taken the mark of the beast, you know, and they're, they're a part of a cycle that is, uh, been, is perpetual. And once you're in that, Frame of mind. Yeah, it's very difficult to break free. What we're talking about does not make sense anymore. Well, I think that what we have said makes sense, but it's still just not enough for people to. I'm just saying to these 
blood of the races. Um, the good we talk about. No, I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're not seeing it as good or anything. No. No, uh-uh. but it is good in the sense that it is truth. And we're trying to help people to see that. Whether or not people are receptive to that or orchestrating their lives in a manner of truth is their free will, their ultimate choice. Yeah, I suppose. So, uh, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do, though. I'm, I'm trying to help people, you know? This is how I'm, like, loving my neighbor as myself by trying to help my neighbor to see see really the truth and then ultimately when people are worshipping in spirit and in truth then the, the world becomes a more better place it's not becoming a more better place with people continuing to follow the Gregorian cycle calendar system mark of the beast uh-huh. beast out of the sea to me all is is consumption they consume Everything that the TV is saying and ads or whatnot. Yep. The ads are all orchestrated towards that, of course. They're going to be. That's the beast wants this is the system that the beast wants, you know, and until people like come against it and say like, no, we don't want to follow the beast any longer. This perpetual ritual cycle of things. Then it's just it's gonna be you know, business as usual, and you know we're gonna be on the outskirts of of you know kind of society, you know, as outcasts or whatever, you know, because we aren't really like uh, choosing to follow suit. Outcasts. I love movies, I think What? Outcast. He was trying to get in the movie. I forget. Huh. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, um. Yeah, we are going to be looked at in that kind of sense though unfortunately I feel you know and that's fine I mean we're taking a stand you know for what's right and it might be a little bit controversial and that's fine you know because we're we're overcoming this is how we prove the overcoming that we are different we are separate you know like people potentially acknowledging us as such or no maybe people might say oh, I see where this guy's coming from okay. you know, or whatever and maybe they even sympathize with us I don't know this makes me think of all their main album overcome yeah that is really and that's what it says about the the 144,000 it says these are they who overcome the mark of the beast. Yeah. You know, and that's what's really what we're trying to do. We promote the truth. We kind of try to shove it down people's throats a little bit because we can't be like super passive with this information. We yeah. have to like, we have to be aggressive with it. Yeah. And promote. Do something. We have to do something, exactly. And it's just like we need to, you know, we're doing that right now. I mean, we have, uh, a nice amount of uh, plays. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like people have heard. People have heard what we are saying. Yeah. Based off of the plays that we've had. The yeah. amount of plays. And that's good. That's encouraging. Yeah. Actually, uh, to me. Makes me feel good. I hope we get more, though, to me. Oh, we're going to continue to get more because we're grinding it out. We have, like you said, we have that a library of information. It's huge. So much. It's a vast amount of knowledge that is embodied in the podcast. And 
people have, been, people have heard it. People have been listening. For your enjoyment. For your enjoyment, for your uh, edification, your knowledge, people are learning. People, there, we present lots of lots of knowledge and stuff. A vast yeah. amount of knowledge in there. You can take safety in your listening to your podcast. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, because you want to be able to promote something that's safe for people to entertain the ideas up and uh, listen to it and not feel like there's a secret agenda or something, you yeah, know, like a yeah. harm you or something. Yeah. yeah there's definitely never no harm in listening to what we have to say. I feel right. like it's not going to harm anybody. Right. It's only going to help people. Like, literally, I feel like everything we've ever promoted... Only a positive. It's always got a positive twist to it. There is some criticalness that we do bring to the table because there is an enemy out there, I believe. Yeah. Whether we want to accept that or not, there is. Because there's two different kinds of people out there. There's the sheeps and there's the goats. Acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge it. And I feel like, really, I hate to say this, but like modern day politics has defined the sides that people are on. I really believe it. I really believe that there's a side of evil. I think it's the liberal side. That only makes logical sense because the liberals are people who want to push the envelope of God's idea. What the, God really instituted. They want to push that idea. The progressives. They are. You could call them that. You know, that is a definite apropos terminology to apply to these people. But there is an enemy, is what I have to say. And I don't like that. I don't like that there has to be that, but there is. Jesus said it himself. He said that there, you know, is the weeds and there's the wheat. You know? There's the weeds and there's the wheat. And let the both weeds and the wheat grow up to the time of the harvest, which is the end of time. Jesus is saying right there, there's two different groups of people. There's good and evil out there. And I believe we have an understanding of who's good and evil based off of their political persuasion. They're voicing their soul, their inner thoughts and convictions that they identify with this. Well, hey, we're trying to put the words out there. But see, this, to have, to have an opinion that there's an enemy is hate speech now or something. To, for me to address the fact that there's an enemy out there, and we can identify... Is hate speech? I guess so. I mean, I, I would maybe think, you know, and but I, I, I can't say that it is hate speech because it's like, no, there's just an enemy, and the enemy is this. The enemy is not people who are for God. Conservative people who are old-fashioned, that, that to me has nothing to do with an enemy. That is, that is just people just using their God-given rights. Yeah. And these other people say, no, 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 we don't want to give you that right. Uh, nope, nope, you need to go this way. Progressive. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. we don't need that old-fashioned stuff. We don't want that. It, Thank you very much. We are evil. It, <laughs> exactly. Progressive. Yeah. We can't, we kind of, uh, put ourselves in the box of a God. They just, God forbid we should do that. They don't need anything old. Anything that's going to hinder, yes. It's just that's bad business for these people. And why? Because anything that's old and outdated, they're not cool with. Yeah, and including historical kind of stuff, like, you know, statues, you know, of people. Well, well, we gotta get rid of those people. They're bad. <laughs> you know? Even though these people shape the history of our country, you can't deny that, but these people want to get rid of that kind of idea. It's an enemy. Enemy is trying to redefine things in his idea and his image. There's an enemy that wants to do that. And we have to identify that. We have to identify that there's yeah. this, this force that's trying to, like, most people, I feel like, are gonna be ignorant. Yeah, they, they they do because they that goes back to the idea that itching ears only hear what they want to hear. Yeah, and that really is like what this whole agenda is about. It's about 
Itching ears want to hear. And if you only hear what you want to hear, it's fuck. Yeah, and very probably selfish and self-centered on top yeah. of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Because to be of God, to break molds, to go against the grain is way more tougher than it is to go with itching ears. Uh, <laughs> it's a way more difficult process. I've always been about going against the grain Some people it comes very naturally, yes. Uh, my life. Yeah, and so this is probably why this is more easier for you because you've already been kind of like that mentality is always already kind of a part of you, you know, in a sense. Maybe in, in a negative form, but it's like now that's being utilized. That negative form is being utilized for good, you know. And that's really what I think a lot of people that are similar to you in that kind of sense could easily transfer over into this kind of ideal. You know what I mean? Yeah. This ideology, that, you know, this anti-Christmas, anti-Ishtar, Easter, anti-Gregorian calendar, pro-Hebrew calendar, Jewish holidays, like, commandments of God, because command- God gave the commandments to the Jews, man. He gave them the, he gave them the Moses twice. You know what I mean? Like, he's for the commandments, he's for this kind of way of thinking about Loving your neighbor as yourself, uh, and loving God with all their heart, mind, and soul. He's for that. And this, to me, is church. <laughs> uh, church podcast. This is really what it is. There's pastors up here, you and me. I like it because it's like, you don't see too many pastors that are like actually like together, like. It's always just one pastor, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't see, like, a dual pastoral, like, right. sermon, you know what I mean? Never. Never, dude. And it's like, that's why I feel like this is why I like this, dude. It's like you and me, we're both, like, bringing, bringing the... We'll have to video eventually, I imagine. It probably would do way better. We probably would get a lot more people, I think. Uh-huh. You know? And it's like... Would we do like a with the music too? <laughs> I think you'd have to. Techno pastors. <laughs> I think the music is nice. I think the music is a part of it. I know it is, dude. That's what makes it awesome. Yeah, I think I like the idea of techno pastors for this say uh, episode. Title: <laughs> Techno Fasters. Nice. Oh, yeah. I can't. I know me too. I like when it comes out too. Like the idea of the the ideas for the titles and stuff like come out during the podcast. Yeah. Like they manifest in the podcast itself. It's very paranormal. <laughs> Just by itself. Yep. Too. Yep. We're never trying to think of anything. But I just, you can't deny it. Like, techno, techno pastors, so it does sound like a podcast type. It does. <laughs> it's very nice. Techno pastors comes about. <laughs> techno pastors. I like it. It's good. I mean, it's like, have you ever heard of a techno pastor? Probably not. But we are them. <laughs> I, I assure you. If, we're, if this is our version of progressiveness. Yeah, you, pro- progressiveness for what's positive. You know, what's of God, what's good. Yeah, not your regular progressive. Nope. But we need to be progressive like... The lefty progressive. <laughs> lefty progressives. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's okay. Like, we're progressing in our way, and it's good. It's a good progressive. The stats don't lie. Like, the views are there. People are are engaging. They're listening, and it's good. Uh-huh. Techno passers.
Right. What if we just did a rave where we're just like podcasting during the rave? <laughs> Talking over it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Everybody just like totally just tweaking out. Yeah. yeah. We're just podcasting. Yeah, it'd be different. It'd be a different kind of thing, you know? We can record the whole thing. Record, yeah, record the rave and everything? Yeah. People jumping around and dancing and podcasts. <laughs> it definitely would be a different kind of thing. And then we're like, we have like the, the DJs on the set with us, <laughs> talking with the DJs and stuff, you know, interacting with the DJs. It could be very cool, you know. Interacting like, with the public. Mm-hmm. People coming up and asking questions, and it's like whatever, you know. It's like it might be a very cool idea, actually. It's like we might be onto something here. A whole nother new age of raves. <laughs> Podcast raves. <laughs> These people are raving upstairs, that's for sure. <laughs> we can call them Pod Rave. Pod Rave. <laughs> pod Rave. I, li- I actually like that for the title of uh, this episode. This Pod rave. Pod rave. But it's one word. (laughs) Yeah, with the V capitalized. Yeah. Yep. Yeah? No, the R. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. R. Yeah. Yep. Uh, But one word. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it'd be cool, man. I think it's a cool idea. And, uh, reaching a group of people. Uh, (laughs) reaching the group, a group of people in a silent but deadly manner, yes. We're not trying to be deadly at all. Nothing deadly about this. I'm good. Fucking stoned. We got this new cartridge. It it's like a skunk shit in your mouth. Skunk shit in your mouth? <laughs> it's so skunky and awesome. Skunky and awesome. Definitely getting into, uh, in our podcast zone on it that's for sure I feel like we're really bringing some good good stuff to the table tonight <laughs> I can't believe we're on the third one already we're doing good I'm busting them out and we're happy you know I think we're not super long but that's alright Well, it gives people an opportunity to tap into one, you know, and then maybe we should just do a episode where we just go for an hour and just have one episode and it's just an hour long. Yeah. Just think about that. I like that idea. Maybe we'll change it up a little bit here. Get a different kind of, different kind of vibe or something. I think it's good to be changing it up. Yeah. I think it's good to be creative. 
there's something to be said about progressive thinking, progressive ideas, but... Actually, I want to bag that term up a bit call it proactive instead of progressive. Proactive, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that's a better definition of what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Progressive is, yes, it's fluid and all that crap. (laughs) (laughs) Very liberal-minded kind of mentality. Bob Bob changed his name to Lisa Deftop. What's that? Bob changed his name to Lisa Deftop. Bob? Who's Bob? (laughs) Whoever. He could. Bob could. Change his name to Lisa. Uh, progressive, fluid kind of <laughs> reality. Yeah, it's very possible, but we're trying to be proactive. <laughs> Which is different. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you gotta get around that, yeah. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> you gotta get around that thing right there for sure. But Bob, Lisa, that is a progressive mentality, and we're proactive, so we are different than. But we're trying to be proactive, like for doing stuff, or for trying to be on the cutting edge. Not progressive. Not progressive. No. Proactive. Proactive, and we're not supporting acne treatment either. Because uh-huh. <laughs> when I think of proactive, I think of what, people with zit faces. What do you call that stuff? The... It's called proactive. But we're not that either. We're not promoting proactive acne uh-huh. treatment either. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody's seen the proactive commercials on television. They've seen the people with the zip faces, and we're not in any way associated with creams for acne. It's just a term that we are using. We haven't been associated with zip faces for like a decade. (laughs) Or longer, please. 15 years. 25 for me. Yeah. Fact of the matter is that we are proactive and we're making differences in in helping people understand what's right. And that is we're proactive in trying to be creative in that endeavor bringing the truth to light here in these episodes and podcasts the best of our ability. We really are. Could not be more sincere about uh-huh. this. It's information, and Riley's right. We are proactive, not progressive. We're taking a, a new a new stance, a proactive stance. Yeah. Republican stance. Republican conservative stance, but if yet also, yes, if you will, and and you know, but we're not trying to identify with the political, the political group though. At the same time, we're trying to say like, nope, we're not for the beast. Yeah. We're not for the beast out of the earth, which is America. America, gov- Americans' government here is the beast out of the earth. It's that power that arises in the last days in this far-off country in, you know, the United States, which nobody was really dwelling in except for Native American people, indigenous people. 
And then this great superpower arises here in the, in the North American continent. It becomes the beast out of the earth. America. America. Hollywood. All that stuff is all interconnected with the government, military. And it's like, we are against it. Like, I'm sorry, we cannot support it. It is enforcing the mark of the beast. It's helping the mark of the beast become accepted all over the world. It just makes me think of that YouTube song. What's that? America. YouTube. Was that a song called America or something? From the land of America. I can't oh, it's a song that they where they sing from the land of America or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's probably talking about paying homage to the beast out of the earth in it. Because you too definitely is promoting concepts. I feel like of of the papacy. I've literally seen Bono being like. He's got like the Pope's hands on his head and shit. You know? oh, like wow. he's like some kind of like holy man in the uh, eyes of uh, the uh, papacy, uh, you know what I mean? Anytime you see pictures of Bono with the Pope, it's like, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good for Bono. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bitch. He's the Bono bitch. <laughs> Bono bitch. That might be an episode, this title there. Yeah, because he's... I'm sorry, dude. He's promoting the beast. Beast out of the I, sea. Th- I thought you do was Christian. Yeah, they are the Catholic, Catholic Christian. Okay. Yeah, gotta gotta distinguish it. <laughs> They're not of the Reformation. <laughs> we are of the Reformation of Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. He was the first kind of reformer that came out of the beast out of the sea. Came out. He was a Jesuit. He came out of the of the papacy, took his stance, you know, and started his own denomination called the Lutheran faith. Oh, wow. The Lutheran denomination of Christianity. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So it's like, that's where it all began. You know, and just like, came from there to the Seventh-day Adventist people and like them promoting the Sabbath and We've got a lot of truth from them, I feel like, um, in their in their kind of eschatological ideas that they have. Those people? Yeah, the Seventh-day Adventist, like, denomination of Christianity, yeah. Man, I had a caregiver that was Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah. I hated him. <laughs> he was the worst. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know what to say, but I I do like what they have to say about um, in their revival kind of message that they have that they have people going around and doing their uh, they come to different churches and do revelation seminars and stuff, and uh, I like what they have to say. I think it's good. I'm sure there's probably Seventh Day Adventist people out there that I might, you know, not like or something. It's very possible. His name was Richard. Okay. And he was a pain in my ass. <laughs> he ran my wheelchair off the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. We were coming to a turn. Oh, jeez, dude. We were supposed to turn right and he got to do short. What? And I... You like wrecked or something? No, but that side of the wheelchair dropped out in the grass. What? He was able to level me. <laughs> it was it was traumatic. <laughs> He's lost control or something. 
someone's wheelchair yeah. not paying attention enough and crashing them into the and fucking shabbits that's a bunch of crap dude that's, just, that's a tall bunch it, of crap <laughs> well at least it's a cop out I guess so. I mean, jeez. I mean, what would have happened if I would have fell out of that wheelchair? Head first on your head, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I just it happened. On my already broken cranium. <laughs> it's just, you just said how it happened. It happened. It happens. It happens. It happens. Seven days, He was a pain in my ass. Well, I can definitely see how you could have a sour taste in your mouth towards Seventh Day Adventist after that kind of an incident. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I'm sure the next time you come across a Seventh-day Adventist person, you're going to be, like, thinking about that guy. It's like, oh, I wonder if he's, like, Richard. <laughs> Wasn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a, a foul taste in your mouth after <laughs> that kind of an experience with a person like that. Yeah. I understand. Everything you say, hey, it happens. <laughs> Just anything and everything. <laughs> hey, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> anything. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> this is the ultimate scapegoat every time. Hey, it happens. So. Maybe Richard isn't as bad as we think he is. Uh-huh. Well, he was just doing what the next guy would do. <laughs> Taking a scapegoat route? Does anyone, yeah. Hey, it happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, it happens. I just rammed you to the ground, but hey, it happens, man. Just like... Hey, that's a good time. Why it happens? Hey, it happens. 
What? Do we want something after happens, though? What, do we want, like, a... a apostrophe S or something? <laughs> uh-huh. Or, like... Yeah. An exclamation mark or something? Yeah. Hey, it happens. Exclamation mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just think that's so funny, dude. Like, it, it really is. It's good. Good slogan to have. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just enjoying this beer. Hey, it happens. And it's <laughs> it everything, dude. Everything. And the worst. He's like, hey, dude, why are you eating on that fucking thing right now? He's like, hey, it happens. It happens. Uh-huh. It's like you just rip a fart, like, during the podcast. Hey, it happens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just everything. Uh-huh. You killed that person. And it happens. And it happens. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is everything you got to say. <laughs> I don't have any other further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You fucked that dog in the ass. It up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>